Welcome back to No Beer Left Behind. I am Brian here in North Texas, drinking that good, good. Uh, glad to be back with you. I'm joined by the one, the only Villem in Tulsa. Villem, how are you doing? Good. How's it going, Brian? Oh, it is going great. Um, hope you're all having a great week. I'm having one hell of a time, uh, just enjoying myself, uh, putting out fucking video content for the first time in forever so uh over yeah, on the gram's been popping up at uh check out at no beer left cast on instagram for uh some uh, w- hopefully weekly videos i just wrapped uh my reviews on i'm just gonna give you the topic wrap the reviews on seltzers this week so uh i'll have a little oh, short shit. video out this weekend on seltzers um, it should be noticed, noted if you uh, if y'all watched if y'all watched the video that I did on low calorie IPAs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that was my first video, uh, you know, in the little like series, and I decided to drink all those IPAs the same time that I sh- that I recorded the video. Oh shit! Okay. So the rest of the day, I was. I was fucking <laughs> worthless because I th- shot like I re- tasted, uh, shot and recorded everything un- in like well under an hour and a half. Oh my gosh! And and really run in on the seltzers. Uh, well, no, no, no. Those were local IPAs. The seltzers, oh, yeah, right, right. The seltzers I did correctly. I spread them out throughout the week this week. So good. <laughs> I did uh, one or two a night uh, this week. And it was, I'm I'm kind of glad we didn't rec- you know we were set to record last night and I'm kind of glad we didn't I got a chance to finish up my seltzer reviews and okay. I'll just I'll just let you know what two two seltzers I ended on I won't I won't tell you my my thoughts on them I'll just tell you the stats um, okay. I I drank Pabst Harder Seltzer that comes in the lime flavor that comes in at eight okay. percent and then I finished off with a granddaddy of them all in a twenty four ounce can. Four loco black cherry hard seltzer at twelve percent alcohol. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. I mean it's four loco. What are you gonna do? Like you, you gotta do it upright. So that yeah. video will be dropping this weekend. Be sure to check us out on uh Instagram, IGTV in particular, but also over on our YouTube channel. You can just search no beer left behind there. Have you been posting on the YouTube? Yep. Oh nice. I need to check that out. Yeah, so uh, I'm going to go ahead and hit it at the top of the at the top of this thing. Be sure you check us out over on Twitter and Instagram at No Beer Left Cast in both places. Um, you can also check me out over at NBLB Beer on Twitter. That's our beer account. <laughs> yeah, I, honestly, I like how our alternate handle is the actual subject matter of the podcast, right? Like we're just going to well, well, because the other one it is. It Frank has taken it over for shoes yeah, and, yeah. and yelling at people. So, I get it. 
Um, I just yell at beer people on Twitter on uh, at MBLB beer. So uh, yeah, give me a follow over there. I appreciate it. I'll give a little follow back, y'all. MBLB beer absolutely will. Uh, yeah. So that's those are my plugs at the top of this thing. Willem, are you drinking anything this evening? Uh, yeah, I'm drinking steel shit. I forgot the can downstairs. It's a steel toe milk stout or something. What is what is the name of that? Yeah, steel toe. Steel toe milk stout from. Steel Toe Brewing? I don't know. Is yeah, that a... yep. Steel Toe Brewing. It's a milk stout. Where is Steel Toe based out of? Uh, Colorado somewhere. Okay, fair. I didn't know if it, like, after the last episode, I feel like a dumbass that I didn't know Renaissance was a brewing company <laughs> in Tulsa. <laughs> you were, like, really worried. I was about to say Tulsa <laughs> Yeah, I was. I was like, motherfucker. I'm oh, just going to. Please not Tulsa. I'm just going to hang it up, man. I thought I knew Oklahoma beer pretty well. Uh... Yeah, okay. Well,. I mean, it's Colorado. It's respectable. And it's a milk stout, you said? Yeah. No, oh, excellent. Uh, speaking of milk stouts, uh, Left Hand is going through a uh, redesign period for all of their beers. Okay. And it just further irks me that they're... I mean, it doesn't irk me that they're doubling down and making sure they keep with their Nitro Series beers. Right. But it just pisses me off because of the early days of this podcast when Parker referred to every nitro beer as a poor hard beer. Oh, yeah. Dude, I loved that. Those, those are good NBLB days. Pissed me off every time. He's like, now is that a poor hard? I'm like, it's a <laughs> fucking Miller Lite. No, it's not a, a poor hard. <laughs> and then the the pinnacle of the poor hard movement in the early days of NBLB. The poor hard movement, yep. Yeah. Was when Parker wasn't paying attention one night and decided to he thought it was a, a a nitro beer, a poor hard beer. Yeah. And he just turns this can upside down in oh his God. glass and it just fucking overflowed <laughs> everywhere. Uh, oh my word. Those are the good old days when he was broadcasting from the Anne Frank closet. Yeah. Oh God. That's, those are, those are good times right there. Oh my gosh. So where does he cast? He doesn't really cast anymore, honestly. When he does, he's either casting from the he's delivery so room or <laughs> he, he's yeah. Right. <laughs> he has had as many uh, podcasts from the hospital during his wife's delivery as he's had from my house, <laughs> from NBLB headquarters. <laughs> which that is, is wild. It's hilarious. So yeah, <laughs> all all those things are true. <laughs> Oh, shit. Uh, well, I, I know I mentioned before we started, I, I kind of hinted at it. Uh, I am drinking a beer from Armadillo Ale Works, based out of Den, Texas. This okay. Is, this is called, uh, this is part of their Yacht Club IPA series. Holy Christ. Okay. So, how is it? They do a rotating series, and it looks all fancy as shit. Like, uh, like it just. I don't know. I'm. I was holding the can. It looks. Just yeah, no, I see it. it fucking looks, like, cool. like it looks way fancier than it should be. But I kind of like it. Looks like you bought it at a yacht club. Yeah, right. Which is funny because I actually do live down the street from a yacht club that I'm <laughs> definitely not a part of. <laughs> um, uh, it's right. You next don't own a yacht, dude. Come on. How old are you? I, I don't. Uh, you know what? My yacht's in the shop right now. It's. <laughs> it's <laughs> It's got oh no, some... it's bad. It will be for a while. Actually, I wouldn't even... <laughs> it's, it's you know, it's going in for its thirty year service. But you know, that's what happens when you're yacht life. You know what I mean? Hashtag uh, yacht life. That's like a fucking thing on Instagram. Oh, yeah, I'm sure oh, it is. God. 
Anyway, this is their series. This is their uh, uh, version for series four. It's their double dry hopped hazy IPA with ca- all Cascade hops. Okay. Uh, so Cascade is like an OG American hop um, from you know way back when home brewing was 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 blowing up. They started growing Cascade hops in the Pacific Northwest, and okay. them bitches grow everywhere. And uh, so this one is. Uh, 100% Cascade Hopped IPA. Now, I will say this. It looks nice. Well, it looks nice, but I can't really convey how um, kind of muddy pond water this beer looks right now. It looks like kind of hazy in the... It looks hazy, but what I'm getting at is the... Okay, so up here, you see the light part. It looks nice, but down here toward the bottom, it gets real yeah. murky looking. Sedimenty. <laughs> yeah, it's it's odd. So here's the deal. Last time, uh, I think Series 3 was like their strawberry milkshake ipa i think is what it was it had strawberry puree and then lactose added lactose and vanilla added and when frank came to visit for back in october or november or something like that we took him to armadillo and he had the first beer he had was yacht club version three because he was like i really really like those milkshake ipas remember after he ran (laughs) down everything with vanilla in it he was like these milkshake ipas are really good all right whatever (laughs) So he tasted it. And he was like, "This thing is fucking amazing." And I was, I had had it out of the can, and it yeah. looked kind of like this. And I was like, "Well, it tasted good, but there is that visual element sometimes." Yeah, for so sure. I was hesitant when he ordered. I was like, "Oh, please don't, please, please enjoy it. Please enjoy it. Please enjoy it." And it poured. It was just beautiful, fucking golden color. It was literally like radiating out of the glass. And I was like, "Son of a bitch, that is a good looking <laughs> beer." He tasted it, and his eyes light up. I'm like, "Give, give me that fucking. Let me, let me take, taste that thing." <laughs> It was, it was nectar of the gods. Good. That's how damn good this beer was. Damn. And uh, I was like, well, I wish it was on K. I was wish it was wish it was on tap everywhere. So I'm thinking that maybe what's happening here, where the can, I don't know. I, I know it doesn't get beat up because this thing is like less than a week old. Yeah, it was. No, that can't be right. Yeah, it's less than a, it's less than le- way less than two weeks old. Wow. So I'm like, eh. I I think. Uh, I think maybe I have to stop by the tap room tomorrow night and maybe grab me a pint or two. I don't know. <laughs> Just to make sure, for research sake, for research right, sake, okay? Course, yeah. wanna, it was like drinking that Four loco Seltzer. But I had to do it. I wanted to make sure that it was, make sure it was drinkable. <laughs> I had a buddy tell me that that is, uh, when you crack open a Four loco, all, yeah. dry, all drywall goes on alert. <laughs> for like punching <laughs> people just start punching holes in drywall when they oh drink four loco like, especially like og four loco that shit was out of control oh yeah you throw some caffeine in there which is what's scary is you know we had all that like everybody had that moment of okay we can all agree that adding caffeine to 14 percent alcohol yeah. beer is a bad idea and everybody's yeah. like yeah it's probably a bad idea probably a bad idea fine everyone's like fine all right <laughs> and Bit far then and now everybody's like okay Fine. I'll tell you what, uh, let's just start adding back little bits of caffeine in like uh, an energy drink with alcohol in it, because that's what we're going. Like that's where we're cycling back around to. Like, yeah. Mark, mark my words. You're gonna see it pop up in like six, six and a half, seven, eight percent like drinks. But there'll be like, oh, oh it's all natural caffeine that's added back into this, and it'll be like some kombucha drink, but it'll be like hard kombucha. <laughs> Fucking guarine oh, yeah. and tyrene. I'm and surprised hard kombucha doesn't already exist. Oh, it does. 
Like we, okay. uh, you know, it's, it's available here in Dallas at seven and a half percent. It's really good, but right. it doesn't have goddamn, I don't know, eight lifetimes worth of ginseng added into each can. <laughs> like, here's your daily recommended dosage. All right. At no multiply that time 365. All right. An average lifespan. Go ahead and multiply that. All right. Back it off two grams and we're going to add that back into this drink. <laughs> we're going to call it memory of an elephant in a can. Oh, fucking A. Um, so has your, uh, has your week been, has it been as, uh, uh, weather chaotic as it has been down here? Uh, you know, to some degree it's been like, it was really nice up until probably about yesterday. And then today the temperature dropped quite a bit and it's like nasty rain out right now. Yeah. Like you don't want to be outside right now. It's just like, ugh. yeah, it was, um, it's like, it was like 25 degrees colder today than it was yesterday. <laughs> yeah. It's been pouring down rain. Like there's, yeah, a- yeah. We were, I think we were similar, like 20, like 25 ish degree. It sucks. And there's like river flood warnings and roads are getting washed out this morning on the way into work. It was, it was, oh. it was fun. Really good stuff all around. <laughs> uh, yeah. And, but now, yeah, my week's been pretty good. Can't complain. How about yours? Uh, it was good. We had a um, tornado warning Friday last Friday night, and then um, about an inch of snow Saturday morning. So it was great. Shit, dude. It was. That's, it doesn't sound great, Brian. I got to be honest with you. Oh no, no, no! My Republican senators are telling me that this is normal. This is the new normal in 2020. <laughs> no worries. Nothing to see here. Move along. Oh my word. But yeah, now other than that. It's been uh, fun and exciting. I just um, the reason I was late hopping on here is my wife and I were booking our uh, cruise for our tenth anniversary oh, nice. this summer. So yeah, that's fun. Um, uh, we went on a cruise for our honeymoon. And, what do you What do you think in uh, which cruise? So we're going to the we're going to the Bahamas. We're going. We'll leave out of Jacksonville, and then we'll go to uh, Nassau and someplace else in the Bahamas. Damn. So it'll be fun. We, um, yeah, that sounds freaking sick. The, like I said, last time we went on a cruise was on our honeymoon. We got caught in a tropical storm and, uh, a five day cruise turned into a six day cruise. And, um, we spent one day just circling out in international waters until the port opened up. Oh my word. And uh, we're just getting blasted with 25 foot waves (laughs) the entire time. (laughs) It uh, it kind of put me off cruises for ten years. Is basically what it did. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't sound. Uh, that sounds freaking terrible. <laughs> yeah, uh, Mrs. Wow, man, I don't. I honestly don't know that I have the stomach to go on a cruise. Like that shit freaks me out. Yeah, Mrs. Brian got uh, pretty pretty bad seasick. When she Not get, to mention all the people, like such close quarters for so long. I don't know. It just seems. You know what the the first cruise I went on when I was a teenager, right? It seemed like that. It seemed like oh my god, there's so many fucking people here, right? Yeah. But I, I the last one that I went on wasn't that bad, honestly. Like it was, and it's not like we went in the middle of fall or something like that. It was just old right. people and us. I mean, we went in the summer, and it wasn't that bad at all. Um, but I think the difference was that I had experience around large groups of people like being right. being at college when you go, you know, stand in the cattle lines to get in and out of football stadiums or basketball arenas, whatever. And True. just in general living in dorms, you're just like, mm-hmm, all right, I'm putting up with it. I get it. But man, since not having to do that, like yeah. I have not, I've, 
I don't try to go back to that. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I mean, you live uh, uh, even where I live now. My neighbors are pretty close. Uh, I feel like, yeah, I'm like okay, I still uh, I I am yeah. around hundreds of people every day sitting in traffic waiting to get to the same place. I'm like, eh, not a whole lot of difference here. Honestly, yeah, it's not. Yeah, fair. Um, yeah, so it'll be it'll be exciting. We'll see how this goes. Um, also, haven't been to Jacks. I've never been to Jacksonville, Florida. So. Woo! I think Fred. <laughs> that doesn't I, excite me. <laughs> I think Fred Durst grew up there. That's oh, where yeah, Lint that, Biscuit was founded. <laughs> so I, I'm hoping maybe I can stop by the uh, Lint Biscuit Museum that they have in Jacksonville. Yeah. If they don't have a uh, Lint Biscuit Museum in Jacksonville, you guys have approximately four and a half months <laughs> to erect that, so I can visit it once I come. So. Oh my God! Get to getting. How long are you in Jacksonville before you leave? Literally the amount of time it takes me to drive to the fucking (laughs) 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 plan on spending no time in Jacksonville. (laughs) Yeah, that's a good thing, I think. So yeah, no, that'll be that'll be fun and exciting. But that like I don't know, you know me pretty well. I don't I don't do a whole lot of trips anymore. Like I don't do Yeah. It's not a I never not something you seek out. No, not unless it's visiting friends and So it makes it kind of special that we're doing that. I'm like, okay, we're going to drop the kiddo off, yeah. take a week, go do that. That'd be fun. Uh, this will be my first. We're driving to Jacksonville because I don't want to fucking fly out there the day of. Because right. the way the flights are arranged, they're like, oh, yeah, just fly out the morning of and then <laughs> take a car from the airport to the port and you're good to go. I'm like, yeah, fuck off. No. Plus, every flight is like, I don't know. It's stupid expensive. And then, you know, when you ask uh, the Franks of the world, and he's like, yeah, no, just go fly this, fly this, fly this, and you'll know, we'll do bare minimums, but, you know, check the day before, and their flight will be there. I'm like, no, 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 I can't. <laughs> yeah. I can't. I, I fucking need to have this squared away. Does it stress you out a little bit? Then, oh, too. it stresses me out way more. I'm like, okay. So, but this will be the first, uh, first long road trip in a long time for me. Nice. So I'm excited about that. I love a good road trip. I was going to say, you and you and the missus, uh, did y'all road trip down to New Orleans or someplace in Louisiana? Yeah. yeah. Like for like a weekend getaway? Mm hmm. Yeah, we drove from Tulsa to New Orleans. Uh, that, when was this? Yeah, we just kind of wanted to take a trip, but, yeah. you know, and trips are expensive. So we we're like, we could probably just put some gas in the car and, like, <laughs> you know, get a okay. hotels tonight type of deal. Yeah. And there's a really cool hotel called the Drifter that we stayed at. I will say, sketchy name, but I like the the, the end result was cool. <laughs> yeah, it's a top. They have a top shuttle pool. Oh, um, oh, I, you see, you okay? You left that out the last the, the time <laughs> that we did. had this discussion. I did. Uh, yeah, that was a, it, just in general. I mean, that was like quirky and whatever, but in general, it was just a fun hang. Yeah. Um, and then. Yeah, I mean, we. I think we left. I took the Friday off. I took PTO the Friday. Yeah. So you know, it was it was last minute, as in like as last minute as you can get with like having a real job kind of thing. Uh, <laughs> last was, minute, you last minute thing you can do, you know, with responsibilities. Yeah. So maybe like a week in advance, I took a I took that day off. I was like, does anyone mind if I take next Friday off? And anyway, got got in the car, drove down there, and uh, it's like a ten hour drive. Mm-hmm. And then just like had fun Friday, Saturday night, and then drove back Sunday. And like, 
the drive was part of the fun. Like it wasn't, you didn't like drive quickly so you could get to, you know, to New Orleans real quick. It was just like, okay, like we're driving through Louisiana. And so like for going there, we drove at night. I think I may have actually not even taken the Friday off. You just left after work. Yeah. Yeah. I just left after work. Yeah. Um, because we drove in at night. If I had taken off, we would have left early. Uh, and then on the way back, same thing. And you just like, so then we were driving through the day so you can like see Louisiana, which is a pretty state. And I don't know. It's fun. It's a good yeah. time. Now it's, it's actually what I'm looking forward to is the, the drive back and just taking time, taking our yeah. time, driving on back and maybe stopping by Kiln, Mississippi so we can visit Lazy Magnolia Brewing, which I'm yeah just now thinking of. I've got to tell Mrs. Brian that we're going to stop and kill him. <laughs> uh, every time, uh, so she has family that lives in Pensacola, and every time that we drive through, I like, I look up right in time to see the kill Mississippi exit, and I'm like, oh, we fucking could go there, and then no one in the car, everybody's just like, everybody's like, don't listen to that asshole. And on the way back, I'm like, I gotta be honest, like the just the name and everything, like. Kiln, Mississippi doesn't Not sound really like a fun place. <laughs> yeah. But Lazy Magnolia's uh, Southern Pecan Brown Ale, it will change your fucking life. Okay. And I was like, oh, I have a chance to drink that right from the boom, exit's gone. I'm like, well, maybe next time. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll tell, like, I'll tell myself, like, literally, mental, mental Brian is like taking notes, like, okay, on the way back, we're going to talk about Kiln, Mississippi, and going to plant that seed when we go through, like, Mobile. <laughs> now, when we have plenty of time to stop, good idea, Brian, good idea. And then we go, like, by, <laughs> by the time we get into Mississippi, we're all fucking exhausted of being in the car with each other because I've traveled with my in laws, like, when we go out there. Right. Oh, everybody's just ready to get the fuck home. And it's usually on like a <laughs> Sunday and Mississippi's even more back asswards than Oklahoma when it comes to liquor laws. You're like, we don't even talk yeah. about liquor on Sundays. I'm like, okay, all right. Stop thinking about it. Okay, all right. I'm not thinking about it, I guess. So, uh, it's fun shit. Um, speaking of fun shit, did you see... No, gosh. <laughs> it's going to be a normal fun shit. It's not going to be like... I'm not going to bring up fucking... Uh, Africa songs this time. I learned my lesson. I don't want Frank hopping on here and yelling at us. Um, <laughs> no. Um, so did uh, OU, the University of Oklahoma, uh, yep. made some headlines this week. Their campus. Did you see it? No. What happened? Okay. So <clears throat> uh, some OU students, some, a lot of OU students have like long since bitched about the parking situation on campus at OU because there yeah. like, is no parking. Where, uh, and their their complaint fell on the uh, parking enforcement department, and they're like, <laughs> we'll take it from here. So instead of, <laughs> like, <laughs> instead of doing the right thing of like either creating more parking spaces or doing like Oklahoma State did and build parking garages right. for people to park, especially, you know, commuting students to park, yeah, uh, they took it, as like, oh, what we need to do is make it more difficult for people to pay their parking tickets, and then um, also start. Oh my god! They use what is called a barnacle. You know, are you familiar with the concept of a boot? Yeah. You know, when you park someplace illegally and they boot your car, yeah, and you yeah, have yeah. to call to get it unbooted or they tow it if it's right, 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 right. <laughs> Uh, the barnacle, same situation, except, uh, instead of putting it on your wheels, they take this big open, like, it looks like a briefcase 
It's bright yellow. You open it up and they suction cup it to your fucking windshield. Oh, God. So you can't see out of the front of your car. Wow. Uh, it uses like industrial suction cups, so you cannot remove it off the car. And if you attempt to drive with the barnacle on your windshield, yeah. alarms start going off to alert everybody around you that you can't see what you're doing. Like basically. Jesus Christ, dude. And like to have the barnacle removed, first you have to pay all unpaid parking tickets. Then you have to pay a total of $185 to have the barnacle removed. And you have to pay it via an app. On your oh phone. Oh, God. $185. Oh, wait. In addition to, to clearing the rest of your parking. That's fucking extortion, man. Like, what the hell? Isn't that vandalism? If you just, like, slap some shit on my car? <laughs> like, what the fuck? Oh, but, Willem, don't get too upset. Because of that $185, 50 of it is a returnable deposit. Because oh once God. you release the barnacle and you close it up in its briefcase form. Release the barnacle. <laughs> release the barnacle. Uh, then you have to fold it up. And drive it to the parking office and return it to them in this like big ass book drop box thing that they have specifically made for this barnacle. And what's hilarious to me is me as as an adult, if yeah. if you charge me $185 to drive my own vehicle, I'm gonna take the L on that fifty dollars and I'm gonna have you replace <laughs> that fucking four hundred dollar barnacle. You can suck my ass. I'll take that L. I will take that L just to keep it from getting stuck on someone else's car. And, and you can bet, like, oh, it's got GPS on it. Does it? Because not when Mr. Hammer gets done with it. Mr. Hammer right. will knock that GPS. That's always it. the threat, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Oh, GPS. Fuck <laughs> GPS. Lick my ass. <laughs> like, yeah, seriously. I'm just going to put a big ass, a couple of earth, you know, uh, natural earth Rare magnets. Earth magnets yeah. yeah, fuck you. <laughs> Problem solved. Uh, fuck. Oh, so. Uh, GPS it to the dump. Like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good luck finding it at the bottom of a ravine, asshole. <laughs> uh, the signal was lost. <laughs> they got the barnacle recovery unit out there. Brew. Uh, no, the so it made headlines be, not because it was in use and is working flawlessly. It never, <laughs> okay. it never got launched. <laughs> it never got launched. Yeah, they no, paid a lot for it. They, uh, it was supposed to launch next week on starting Monday at, on OU's campus. And the backlash from students was so heavy that they had to just fucking cancel it. They were just like, nice. no, we're not doing Good. this shit. But it, to me, it's hilarious. Like, oh, you ha we have a problem here? I know it's going to fix this problem. Charging people a lot more money to fucking park right? here. <laughs> like, yeah, no, let's fucking go after people. Like, they're already mad at us. So let's really antagonize the shit out of them. Dude, you should that have seen sense. the round table of gentlemen who were just... It was guys probably our age who are all just sitting there going this is the best idea like i don't understand why people are upset yeah, with this right. <laughs> like, everything seems to be working as planned i don't know what people could possibly be upset with <laughs> like um maybe and just maybe <laughs> if you didn't have reserved parking where you could park your fucking car every day at the old parking office maybe then you could see what the hell everyone else is pissed about right exactly like I was like I don't know, you lived off campus at OSU, right? You yeah, did. oh yeah. But you, but I lived like a, two blocks away from campus. Yeah, I was gonna time. say you live close enough where you could walk. I, you know, I wasn't. I walked a lot and like distances. Yeah. So it was like good for me. It wasn't just like that close, but uh, yeah, that was that was the way to do it. But I saw 
like even then parking was becoming an issue and OSU has been exploding. Oh like, yeah. You know, over the last decade or so. Yeah. So I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if they're facing similar issues over there. But see, like I said, they at least built parking garages specifically for commuting. Like, yeah, yeah. And, and like areas that were maybe on the outskirts of campus, they had big parking lots that commuters could park in, but yeah. then they run buses out there all the time. So like you're never, I don't know. I, I, I know Stillwater is very different than Norman as well, and that Stillwater has kind of have carved out a section of the town specifically for Oklahoma State, mm-hmm. whereas Norman is a functioning town, and OU just kind of sits in the middle of all of it. Yeah, but I, I don't, I don't know. Like Tulsa here, for instance, you know, we need better parking downtown. Our downtown parking is like big empty lots. Okay? Yeah, that, like, that's the way Oklahoma City. Well, hey, wait, are your lots paved? Some, (laughs) right? (laughs) But it's just like so fucking ridiculous. Like, why don't you build a few like parking structures that make sense? You know, places that make sense. So downtown Fort Worth, I don't, you've probably never come down, but some of our listeners I know um, in the DFW area have visited Sundance Square in downtown Fort Worth. Okay. So uh, used to like, I don't know, Fort Worth is kind of, revitalized its downtown area and put more things that are either family friendly or nightlife friendly down there. Yeah. But what's cool is they have big parking garages that Monday through Friday are business like banks and various office buildings down there. They all fill up those parking garages and you have to pay if you go like to the courthouse parking or whatever. But on the weekends, basically starting Friday at five o'clock, those gates open up and it's public parking. Yeah. Free for free. Like all weekend. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, they have beautiful downtown streets, awesome covered parking and like well lit with elevators and well taken care of parking garages. And it helps like drive business into these downtown areas because you're not having to park out in a goddamn pasture and hoping you don't catch a nail on the way out or bottom out in a giant chug hole that's been washed out because. Yeah. Downtown Oklahoma City is the same way. Like, there's some really cool parts of downtown Oklahoma City. And then there's the parts that, like, I don't know, I find more interesting and in hanging out, like, around the, uh, it's the Blue Garden, um, like, uh, food truck area. It's cool as shit. But the parking for it is literally a fucking vacant lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, fuck that. It's, that's, it's, a, that's how a lot of parking that here is. And it's just, like, it's dangerous, I feel like, at night. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, I mean, we're talking, like, a city block, you know, just, like, empty for parking. I mean, that's, like... That's sketchy odd. at best. Yeah. <laughs> You're just, like, so no one wanted to buy this, huh? We couldn't Seriously. Find and, and the person who does own it is doing, like, bare minimum <laughs> to, for, like calling it like occupied or like in use and not derelict. Like, yeah. They're just some, it's a front for something. Like, yeah. It's like, looking. dude, you could just like build a like reasonable structure there. It doesn't have to be like super fancy, build yeah. a fucking parking garage and you'll get even more money. Yeah. That see, that's what's insane. Like downtown Dallas is not about the free. Like you go to downtown Dallas at any given time. Sure. There's parking garages and places to park, but yeah. the shit is like, like you go to Deep Elm and it's like fucking fifteen dollars to park someplace in the middle of the right. day. You're like, well, that's that's fucked up. Like I shouldn't have to pay fifteen dollars. And you look and see where you park, and it's like just a shitty ass like where where like a convenience store used to be. They knocked it down yeah. and paved everything, and they're like, ah, eh, parking. 
I was like, okay, I appreciate that more than a couple blocks down where you pay the same amount of money and you literally park under one of the interstates that that goes through downtown Dallas. Like, right. Like places where homeless people used to camp out. Now they just paved it and they're like, okay. And these here. aren't like, it's not like, you know, just like mom and pop, like, oh, we're getting into the parking game or whatever, <laughs> if that even exists. No, you're this is like, you're this is you're like talking big parking. <laughs> yeah. Big parking is what we're talking here. Right. Like secure parking, you know, <laughs> like these people, <laughs> central parking, well, it's the like, giants, if you will. I was going to say the parking spot or uh, whatever <laughs> the fucking parking panda or the fucking app. Right, right. Are. That's so, so like, I just do not understand. Just build a fucking structure, please. Right. Like, legitimize your business a little bit. Yeah. Don't because you ultimately, know? I feel like they get away with it because they put this, like, oh, you know, park at your own risk kind of bullshit. Yeah. Lock, and take, like, hide, no, not my problem. Like, <laughs> you have a responsibility, too. You can't just, like, <laughs> shirk all responsibility. No, nah, I'm pretty good at avoiding all responsibility for things. I've done it my whole life. I don't know why I should start now. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why people don't. More people don't do it. <laughs> yeah, I see people on Maury taking DNA tests and shit. <laughs> Fucking not my problem. I didn't have that kid. Not uh, my kid. <laughs> not the father. Not the father. Doesn't matter. I don't. I don't even have to hear that I'm the father if I never go get tested. There we go. <laughs> uh, fucking. Nice. You remember when it was just the, the simpler times that we had when it was just Jerry Springer yelling at people and shit? Yeah, and that was like outrageous. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, exactly. Everybody's like, oh, I fucking can't believe it. Now it's getting awfully racial out there again. A little bit. I mean, I think it was pretty racial when Jerry Springer was on. And they just didn't didn't true. Come outright we just didn't say have to it. Pay attention to it. Yeah, <laughs> that is very true. Oh fucking a. So I don't know. We I know we haven't done uh uh like much netflix talk lately right but i've been went through a pretty hard netflix scheme this last uh couple weeks what you been in watching they got me good with the circle i think i talked about it a couple casts the ago circle yeah it's a it's a game show reality show on netflix they released four episodes uh like a week. Okay. What's the what's the like the premise? So it's a social media experiment oh, where okay. there's like eight players. None of them get to meet each other. They just have to interact with one another through the social media of the circle. Oh, dude, this is rough. Well, it is Sounds rough. Like my nightmare. Uh, it is rough. There is a there there. Like it's really cool. It started out as like, oh, so and so's catfish and so and so. Oh, can't believe it's gonna be wild. It's ridiculous. Right. Wow. And then you realize, like, the people who were left at the end are the most honest people. Like, <laughs> they're the people who didn't try to hide anything the entire time. Or if oh, they so it has a message, or <laughs> like intentionally, okay, not no, it, unintentionally. Not really. Yeah, but it, the cool part is the the character development that you see, like, is not like. So, like, my family's into Big Brother on CBS, and I right. fucking can't stand that show. I think it's the dumbest shit on television right behind The Bachelor. Really? Uh, I, I, oh, oh, yeah, yeah. I get that, totally. Yeah, it, they're, it, not good TV is what I'm getting at. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. Um, but they fucking eat it up, and I can't, stand, I can't stand it just because everybody on there is like, 
I'm doing this to do this, and then he's doing this to do that, and I'm going to get him in the end, and that's how it's going to be. Like, we're going to double up on him and form an alliance, and we're going to kick him out of here. And, and then like, what? Oh, yeah. and then I'm going to turn on that other person. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, everybody just becomes obviously, fucking like, stabbing each other in the backs with the knives that were in yeah, their backs. celebrating the good. And then they're yeah, just like, yeah. they start crying. I can't believe Sheena turned on me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shut up. Yes, you can. Like, that's <laughs> <laughs> literally she, why you're on this show. She literally. You were excited about <laughs> Sheila turning yeah. on you. Yeah, you're hard right now. I see it in your pants. <laughs> Like people just get God damn it. Don't tell me you weren't excited. About <laughs> I have video receipts of you being literally excited about this, but this show is more like the, the people who play that game on this show get vo- either voted off really quick or blocked, if you will. Cause it's okay. Really okay. Uh, but it's, it, it's one of those shows that kind of, uh, gave me hope. It, it's basically it's social media without, uh, like, like the way, people wanted it to be i feel like yeah you know back in the early days of myspace when you had your top eight and your yeah, yeah, yeah. And, that, and that's that's all you were doing it's kind of like that okay uh and then you know the certain parts get like, <laughs> oh i've got to play this game i gotta play this game like they literally have to play games on there uh one of them was like uh uh, make a rainbow cake or that whatever you know how uh, they have like foodie, yeah. foodie uh bloggers We'll do fancy right. shit and like, oh, look how fucking dope this cake is. And they had one guy, his name is Joey, and he's like this like dude from New Jersey, New York. I mean, he's stereotypical. I mean, yeah. like his hair is constantly like gelled back and a nice claw. Okay. okay. But he's one of the like coolest dudes on the entire show. Like you really root for Joey. But he made <laughs> okay. he made the biggest fucking mess in his apartment. Like it looked like someone he killed someone with cake in his apartment. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's shit literally everywhere and he's covered in sweat when he's done making this thing. And he's like, I don't know how this is gonna turn out. I'm like, how this is going you don't know how it's gonna turn out? It's all I over your fucking you counter right now. Like <laughs> you have cake. You're first off, he wasn't wearing a shirt by the end of it. <laughs> he was just wearing an apron. He oh was my god. Covered what? in fucking cake. He it was like he, it was it was the funniest shit I've ever seen someone <laughs> attempt to do on a reality show, just oh. because of how badly he failed at it. <laughs> but it's it's a legitimately good show. Like, uh, so Mrs. Brian got me watching it uh, on the fourth. I think is when the first episode came out. Came out, or maybe it was on the first. Okay. Uh, so it comes out like four. It came out four episodes at a time. They're all out now, so you can binge them all. But by like the third episode, or not even third, by like the second episode. I was like, okay, I'm sitting down and watching this shit. Like, what? <laughs> wait until I'm done cooking before we before you start the next episode. Right. Uh, but it, it was really good. I uh, have been watching. I think uh, I know you didn't ask. But, no, I was. I was gonna lead into. Uh I've been watching this show on Hulu called Wu Tang. Uh, I think a real American story or something like that. Yeah. So good. It's about. Have you seen this? Uh uh-uh. uh. I, I think I saw it um, like mentioned on there. Like, you know, you might enjoy this. Yeah, it is the about um, obviously about like how Wu Tang kind of came about, but it is by members of Wu Tang. Oh, like, okay. So it's like pretty legit, and it uh, it's a good watch for sure. So it's not like. Uh... <laughs> Like what? It's not like Judy Garland's documentary or uh, autobiography. Right. Like yeah, <laughs> Frank and I, you're yelling about last week. <laughs> uh, it's funny. Um, 
Were you a big Parks and Rec fan? Yeah, I enjoyed. Have did you? you? Oh, I love. Yeah, I loved it. Have you been? Did you watch Making It? Making It? Yeah, with. Uh, oh, excuse me, Nick Nick Offerman and Amy Poehler. No, that sounds cool. They go through and like craft things. <laughs> yeah, that sounds neat. And apparently, they're in there. I'm looking up there in their second season on Hulu right now. It's on Hulu. Yeah. Okay, I should check that out. Oh man. Well, that shit. Uh, speaking of things that you might want to check out. So I've been listening to, I, I've, this time of year is always weird because I always catch up on all my podcasts because yeah. like current event podcasts take the Christmas break off and a lot of other podcasts, uh, they put out either shorter episodes or they also take time off. So I, I've completely caught up on podcasts and I, I knew this was coming. So I started listening to a bunch of new stuff before Christmas. Right. One of them that I started listening to was a local podcast here in DFW. Um, it's called Modern Brews and Beats. Uh, they talk about music. I feel like you've mentioned it. I might have. I couldn't. I can't remember if I mentioned it on the podcast or if I mentioned it like after the cast one night. Right, right. right. It was after the cast that I, that I was talking about it with you. But I think that might have been yeah. Uh, the shit's really good, man. They talk about music that uh, that I I don't listen to, like or I haven't listened to. Yeah. So it's uh, brought about a couple of new, a new uh, artist for me. One okay. of them, um, uh, I had it saved here. Damn it! Just went away, you sons of bitches. <sighs> of course, my fucking Spotify. Goddamn! You know what? I was going to recently play. Spotify confuses me so bad. <laughs> <laughs> it seems like it would work every time, and then it just fucking fails me. Okay, they're called the Foreign Exchange. I don't know if you ever heard of them. Uh-uh. They're kind of a like R&B funk band. Okay. Cool as shit. And then uh, from the funk, I, I, I was like, you know what? And this didn't come from their pot. The, the, the Foreign Exchange and this other band called Little Brother um, came up in their podcast. I think the latest, last one that they put out last week. And uh, I was like, ah, oh, that's pretty cool. And I was like, this is kind of funky. I'm like, I wonder if they have any good funk stations on uh, Spotify. Right. Then I found the Brooklyn Funk Essentials. Holy shit. I have spent all week listening to funk music at my desk, like modern funk. It's uh, it's, it's been a full experience, Willem. I've come full circle. Uh, also, on top of all that, uh, Jerry off Modern Brews, uh, modern brews and Beats. Modern Beats and Brews. Modern, yeah. Modern Brews. Again, it's right here in front of me, and I'm not fucking looking at it. Modern Brews and Beats. Jesus Christ. <laughs> It's on my screen, <laughs> and I'm over here looking up and to the left, going, "I wonder what it could be. I wonder how I could remedy that." Yeah, no, modern brews and beats. Um, okay. Jerry is the uh, brew person off of there. He is at yeah. ntx underscore beer on Twitter and Instagram. You should go follow him. He's a good follow. Um, but he he went off on a, a low alcohol or like no alcohol uh, beer rant the other day. Okay. He was like, I don't get it. <laughs> he just uncorked and then he was then they hit on seltzers and he's like they not not big seltzer fans over there, I'm getting, at least alcoholic seltzers. Right. Uh and then they went on to like locale IP uh, like locale beers. I'm like, God damn it, Jerry, you just hit the first three videos that I planned on recording <laughs> this fucking podcast. Ah, <laughs> uh, fuck. I sent him a I sent him a direct message on Instagram. I was like, real smooth. How'd you get my uh because I had written everything down in my notes app on my MacBook. Right. Yeah. I was like, how'd you fucking get access to my notes app, huh? 
Who do you know? Who do you know, Jerry? Did you respond? Oh yeah, he did. Him and I, we always like send shit back to back and forth to one another. Uh, he, uh, oh, he, he he told me about a brewery closing here in DFW that I didn't know about. Okay. Um, which one? It's I don't think I don't think I've had I've given I've been able to share anything with you from them, but I took. It's where I went for my 30th birthday when uh, Frank and our buddy Jay came to join us. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, the, the, <laughs> my 30th birthday, the infamous Brian killed a five-liter keg of Hop Slam. Oh, my night, God. Dude. And then fell asleep in the backyard for a little while. <laughs> um, the next day, we got up and had really shitty Thai food <laughs> in Fort Worth. And then we went to this uh, uh, brewery called the Collective Brewing Project. Our Collective Brewing yeah, God, I don't think I've ever had bad Thai food. How do you do that? Well, you should have been with us in Fort Worth, Villain, because it was. It, I think what made it bad was that it wasn't fresh and nor seasoned. Mm-hmm. Like it was just very white people Thai food. We, yeah. Like, when I sat down, like Frank, Frank even called it. He was like, he looked around. And he's like, "There's a lot of white people here." I was like, "Yeah, well, it's maybe it's the part of town that we're dealing with." <laughs> And then we got our food. I'm like, oh, motherfucker. Like, <laughs> fuck. Amanda in the back didn't make very good Thai food that day. <laughs> Turns out. <laughs> uh, anyway, the Collective Brewing Project in Fort Worth, they, they were a, a really unique brewery in that they did um, a lot of sour beers. I don't know if it was 100% sour because I haven't, admittedly, hadn't gone to check them out right. recently. I had had some uh, less than stellar <laughs> uh, beers from them uh, okay. after visiting. And, and that was almost three years ago at this point. Uh, but yeah, they announced last week that they were closing up shop. And so do, uh, do you feel validated, Brian? No. I mean, I, I, I'm kind of <laughs> I'm I'm bummed out because one of the beers that I actually a beer that I cracked open last Friday night, um, I didn't realize that I'd held on to it for over two years. Yeah, uh, but it was their sour American sour red beer. Did you crack it open? Yeah, I, I cracked it, poured it, took some awesome pictures that are posted over on uh, uh, at Newberry Lovecast <laughs> on Instagram. <laughs> uh, shameless. Well, so how was the beer? It, the beer was amazing, but again, like that's you know, yeah, you can make amazing beer, but if no one's coming to buy it, you're not, yeah. like, you know. It's that. it's 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 weird Not just about the beer, right? I mean, a lot about the beer. See, look how beautiful that picture is. I mean, it's it's gorgeous, my darling. It's gorgeous. Yeah. Oh. Um, is is that so? Are you in that room right now? Yeah. No, this is the this is my brew room. You just don't I have just, the like thing going. Do what? You just don't that. have it like fully going right now. What the? Oh, my lights and everything. The lighting and all that. Yeah. Yeah, I have I have my overhead light, but. Yeah, I don't have the backlit or anything, but I mean, I can still. Oh, hold on, I still got full, full, you know, color RGB lights. Okay, everywhere. so uh, nice. But yeah, no, that's. Uh, where was I? Something about a collective. Oh yeah, no, I think. Um, they had a potential to stick around for a long time. I just think, you know, you with a brewery like that, if you your eggs are all in that basket of sour beers and you, um, yeah, you start making bad sour beers and you don't change the price 
of the subpar beers that you're churning out, you're gonna um, you're gonna lose a lot of. I don't. I mean, that's that's my mass journalization without knowing anything about what happened over there. Did they have some hype around them at some point? Or oh yeah, I mean, they were like a nationally nationally known brand. They did a they did a collaboration with uh, the brewery out in California. The, the actually, I think they did it with the brewery Taru because uh, Jeremy Grinky um, yeah. came when he came to visit. He was spotted headed into the collective brewing project. That was one of the first places he went went when he came to town. Is this like a beer paparazzi thing? Or? <laughs> it's uh like uh, for me, brewers uh, are kind of like rock stars. So yeah, okay. when other people feel the same way about certain brewers, so when they're spotted in and around towns, you're like, oh shit, sour <laughs> Jesus is over here. That's Jeremy's like nickname on everything is sour Jesus. Right. So I'm okay. like, oh shit, okay. sour I've Jesus walked over and uh, the collective brewing project, and then about a year later, they did a collaboration beer that was really fucking good. Um, they've done Jeremy's done collaboration beers with uh, Chester King and. A bunch of other people just like he he is a fucking guru when it comes to blending beer and uh making mm-hmm. beer from like uh non-normal beer making ingredients yeah he made it like an orange wine beer that he poured for us when he came to visit and okay. it was when i say it was phenomenal like i feel like that's an understatement of how good this beer was it wow. was i had never tasted anything like it but i mean for him in the wine world that was no big deal. Like, yeah, of course you would pair these flavors. Right. So, uh, but yeah, no. So yeah, collective was pretty well known, very well known in the DFW area. Not well enough for me to fucking keep up with their news, I guess, (laughs) because, uh, I posted the, that, that, uh, bottle pick the day that they announced that they were closing. I was like, uh, I really wish I would included that on the caption. (laughs) And I just feel like a dick. I'm like, (laughs) I've been sitting on this bottle for two years, figured to open it for no apparent reason rather than like oh. <laughs> acknowledging why, why yeah, I yeah, yeah. open it. So, uh, yeah, that bums me out. Um, not as much as it bums me out. Uh, the news article that came out today, it was written by, I don't know, one of these like, uh, financial times or some bullshit <laughs> fly by night publications. <laughs> um, saying, saying that, uh, Oh, you want to, you should quit your job and become a brewer and earn six figures a year. Oh my gosh. And the reason they said that they cited that, or the reason they stated that was because they were citing, uh, people who literally like lived in North Carolina and started a brewery like six, seven years ago. And now, you know, yeah. people are making, you know, Oh, I'm a CEO of this fucking $12 million a year brewery. I'm like, okay, well, congratulations, asshole. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. You you won. It's not like everyone out here is doing that, and that's the way the article was written, like the how it was. It's like you could do it too, kind of thing. Yes, it was like, yeah. what are you doing, dumbass? Why don't you stop what you're doing? Stop. If what you're reading doing. this article, it's too late. It's like what it should have. Oh, well, yeah. Happened. The reality of the situation is you're like half a decade too late. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, I think we started this year at almost eight thousand breweries in the United States, and Damn. and the thinks thinks it's about to be saturated uh, i think people are just gonna start uh, shutting up shop like i don't think any saturation is a tough one because it just depends on what your people are wanting and beer there's so many different offerings yeah it would be tough to fully saturate but at the same time like 
there's not enough. Yeah. There's not enough people drinking your product. And, and when you have people who are so concerned about making seltzer and talking shit about seltzer at the same time, you're like, you're not gonna, you're not gonna do anything to change, change (laughs) the beer world one way or the other. Yeah. Well, shit, I hope I don't see some of these Tulsa ones go, but I probably will, I guess. Uh, I mean, you. so I don't remember. I don't know how many. Do you know by any chance how many breweries there are in Tulsa operating right I, now? I don't know the exact number, but I know it's like it's kind of a lot. I feel like, Um, you know, it's not. Well, maybe not. I mean, maybe it's proportional to how big we are. It's not too ridiculous. I don't know. I mean, maybe. Uh, I don't know. I, I'm hoping not. My response to this fucking article <laughs> was, <laughs> was, uh, like, yeah, you poor pieces of shit. Like, <laughs> like what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> God, if only I read this publication more. Uh, maybe yeah, I could. yeah, maybe I wouldn't be so broke. Fucking <laughs> broke. I fuck. I, start bitching at yourself. Yeah, Why are you so broke? Why are you the way you are? Start yelling like you're fucking Toby. Yeah. Michael I hate Scott so much of what you choose to be. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, exactly. Uh, it's the goddamn worst. Is there anything uh, that has come up in your world that you would like to uh, uh, bring in to the people of No Beer Left Behind? Uh, let me think. I read this book called Zen and the Art of Happiness, and I'm recommending that to anybody. Zen and the Art of Happiness? Who is that by? Do you know? I don't remember, but there's only one book titled that. Just search it on Amazon. It's like 150 pages, short read, and they're like small pages, too. It's like a little book hand book or whatever. I don't know. Pamphlet? Soft cover. <laughs> it's, it's not quite a pamphlet. Mm. And it's... Okay. It's only like seven bucks, but okay. there's some really good advice in there uh, uh, about it, happiness, about happiness. Yeah, uh, happy penis. The uh, article came from Business Insider. You know that little publication. Oh yeah, and that it jewel. Said, it said how to change careers and become a craft brewer with a six-figure salary and a booming business. Oh my fucking god! Yeah, and I and every everyone on beer Twitter collectively said. Bullshit. Idiots. (laughs) It is really funny. Um, uh, Speaking of things uh, to read, I also, uh, I'm in the middle of reading it now, so I can't give you a full synopsis of uh, the book, but it is called This Ain't the Beer You're Used To, A Beginner's Guide to Good Beer. Okay. Um, I'll read a quick synopsis here. Uh, what's the first? Uh, what's the first thought when you hear the word beer? I'm no mind reader, but if I had to take a guess, it would be that your face scrunched up, saying "ew, yuck, that's disgusting, it's cheap, or it's nasty," and the list goes on. But what if I told you that you're wrong? What if I told you you haven't a clue to what beer is, right? So uh, the approach that this book takes is uh, a fresh take on one of the world's oldest beverages. This is written by Dom Ducci Cook, who is a member of the Beer Culture Society or Beer Culture over on Twitter. Okay. I'm just going to show you the cover of this book. And uh, you, you might be used to seeing like hops and shit on the front of a beer book, but this is a dude dressed in like all red with yeah. culture spelled with a K on every part of his clothing, his bag, <laughs> and his face mask <laughs> that he is wearing. <laughs> 
Uh, so uh, this book uh, kind of explains the, the first the first like section of the book explains how uh, beer was marketed to black people um, and in particular like below premium beer uh, like malt liquor was marketed toward black people and that's where the marketing started and stopped um, from since like the 70s and it's a pretty cool read uh, like I said I'm still working my way through it but it, it again is not very big the other cool part is I'm pretty sure this dude put out his book on his own so when you buy a bo- his book from <laughs> from his site he he's getting all the money yep so oh, okay. I'm down with that that's uh yeah that's cool so yeah, that's a thank you for joining us on the No Beer Left Behind Book Corner, <laughs> book club, book club, <laughs> just a bunch of pages fluffing. Book, 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 book club. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those are, those are the pages. <laughs> uh, Villain, before we sign off, are you drinking anything different? Or are you still uh, working through your uh, milk stout? You know, I was actually about to go grab another one. Well, I um, finished off my yacht club and actually blindly grabbed another beer from the fridge and it was another armadillo aleworks beer this one's oh, called shit. this one's called scrappy boy which uh cool little logo on here this is i, po- I posted a i got i might have uh shot some video last night after drinking that four loco seltzer yeah uh, so i got a little a little artsy and creative with uh some videos that i was shooting last night uh but this one went up on the gram today for scrappy boy uh, oh shit! Scrappy Boy is named after the <laughs> University of North Texas mascot. Their eagle, apparently, is called Scrappy. Okay, I think I don't know. Fucking something. It's there's some connection to the University of North Texas. What <laughs> What really matters is this beer is fucking great. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a, a their sessionable ale, but like it's not too hoppy. It's not too malty. It's fucking good. I mean, like it's nice. it's good. It's clear. Like you can see my see my fat head yeah, yeah, yeah. glass yeah it's fucking really good man so sweet uh, th- yeah so I un unknowingly had two armadillo ale works beers tonight but uh, that was a good decision I'm I'm happy with it uh, yeah. so if you don't have anything else I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna go ahead and play you pick one through four one two three or four which one do you want uh, four four okay yeah I don't know how loud this is gonna be so I'm just gonna there we go we'll just do this anyway so. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for joining us. Be sure to uh, tell some friends about us. I'm sure they'll enjoy it. Uh, you know, I'm so sure that they'll enjoy it. Uh, when you tell your friends about it, grab their iPhone and then go to the podcast app and leave us a five-star rating with, with, on their phone, would you? I really appreciate it. Because I know you've already done it on your phone. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, Like I said, be sure to check us out over on all of our socials at Cast on Twitter and Instagram. Remember that Twitter is the all things all things uh portion of twitter if you want beer specific tweets go over to at nblb beer on twitter uh it's where you see it's where you see all my beer twitter interactions that's where the fun fun begins uh and also check out our youtube page uh nobody left behind just search that in there and uh subscribe if you would so anytime we post videos you can see it uh so until next time for brian here in north texas i'm out thank you for listening everybody check out our socials and leave reviews on our whatever wherever you get these this podcast so that we can get some notoriety yeah, yeah. Uh, for villain and tulsa i'm out <laughs>